Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host. Andy Ruther coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host filling in for Joey Nocho Prano, the one and only Andy Lazarus. Dude, what's up, brother? Good to see you. Happy to be here. I got King in tow. I don't know if he's in camera shot right now, but King is not in camera shot. But if you can imagine a baby rhino, that's what it looks like. A hundred pound fucking blue nose pit laying down so i don't know i could call him up on the couch for the dirt balls but i'm just gonna let him yeah let him do his thing let him do his thing his couch i'm excited this is the first ever andy and andy show is it yeah besides our uh road trip dent report last year last uh in spring training That's what i'm saying we've never done we've never done dirty sports never done a dirty sports well we got a shitload of hot topics andy i'm trying man this is this is this is filler this is the, uh, <laughs> the would you call it the dregs of the sports season? It's a little bit slow. It's post uh, NBA off or free agency. Um, we're in the dog days of summer as far yeah. as baseball goes. Training camps have just kind of gotten started. Yeah, yeah. This is where you earn your money. This is yeah. When you're talking sports, this is. Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm confident in your ability. I'm confident in my ability. Sure, we can make it happen. We can make this happen. Shout out to. Prano, who is in the YouTube comment section as we speak. Is he? Yeah. What is up, Joey? No chill. He writes, holy litness. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I, I'll tell you what it means. Well, yeah, tell me what it means. It's very lit at this point. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah, litness. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that he, yeah, that he is, can take the time out from, uh, from his, his star treatment. Did, did you see his picture with Blake Griffin? Yes, I did. Yes. Of course, Blake Griffin's at Just for Laughs. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know what? I've seen Blake Griffin a few times, and I'm pretty impressed with, for a guy, you know, not you've to seen his You've seen his stand-up. Yeah. It's not a, bad, dude. It's all right. It's not terrible. I like yeah. Blake Griffin. I like him. Laz is battling a bad back, just so everybody knows. No, I'm battling, yeah, just, yeah, just absolute... That, Absolute terrible back. The, you know the, the and this couch is not good for anybody's. I was just back gonna bag. say that this couch is too fucking old. You know what's crazy? Mm. It's two and a half years old. Is it? Yeah. Maybe it's just too soft. It's too soft. It's just too soft. For I my told Prano I wanted to get a new couch, and he's like, "Dude, you just got this." I'm like, "We do so many shows on here, this but it, th- right? It's this broken in from guests, or it's just a shitty couch." <laughs> Living was, spaces. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> shitty two and a half years ago, yeah. and it's shitty today. It's a living spaces couch. Yeah. I think it's too deep. Honestly. It is too deep. Yeah. You want 21 inches, which I found out recently, that's, redesigning my house. That's not what she said. Yeah. That would yeah. murder her. <laughs> that would kill her. That would kill her. Yeah. But for your back, you want 21. I've been having back issues, too. Yeah. Couch too deep, man. Are you familiar with the whole TMS thing that Mm-mm. Joe and I live by? Mm-mm. Oh, that's that's a whole. I, I can't even. I don't have the time to get okay, into that. Okay, so you're gonna bring it up and then not yeah. tell me what it is. It's basically the mind body connection with the back that okay. a lot of it's mental. Okay. I emailed my. Yeah, a lot of it's age, dude. 
a lot of it's you know, nah, bad habits. dude, dude. I have a bad slumping habit. You know what'll change your life. opinion? Um, you got to read. This guy cured so many people. Healing back pain uh-huh. by Dr. John Sarno. Prano, when I was having serious back issues about last year at this time, yeah. he got me into it. Really? Now, did you start sitting up straight more? No, it's more did of you do some. There's uh, downward facing dogs. It's more of there's mental things that come sure out through the back. I'm sure there is. So I believe you. I'd recommend it. Okay. You got the book? I gave it to my brother. I read it. So this is completely useless to me. What it's like eleven dollars. What am I going to do? Go to the library and check it out? It's like eleven dollars on Amazon. All right. Okay. Check I it can, out. I can handle that. But I'm glad I have you here today. You're yeah. you're just like Prano. You're a baseball guy. Sure. I want to talk a little baseball. Yes. I want to start off with my Reds because they're hot in the trade discussions. Mm-hmm. Because inexplicably, their pitching's been good, and they're outscoring the other team, but they suck. They still suck. <laughs> <laughs> How is this oh, happening? Oh, no, we suck again. <laughs> How is this happening? I don't know. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. They're even going to the 1960s sleeveless shirts, sleeveless jerseys. Which look amazing. Yeah. Um... Nothing working. And so they want to trade Puig is the deal? Well, he's the big name on the block. Is this because he's the only guy with any trade value? Or it's because he's the blackest and they just want to get him out of town? Honestly. I'm going to just act like you didn't say that comment. <laughs> Actually, it's because he is not a fan of Skyline Chili. <laughs> so they want to banish Puig yeah. away yeah. from the greater Cincinnati area. <laughs> No, Puig started off very rough, mm-hmm. very rough, mm-hmm. but he has been killing the game lately. In fact, I had this in front of me. His uh, his line in July, 358, th- his slash is 358, 397, 657. He's killing it. That's fantastic. And obviously, he's a great fielder. He brings excitement. Huge well, arm. Huge arm. Runs through stop signs. Runs through stop runs through signs. all sorts of signs. Doesn't know the signs. No. Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't care. No. No. He, he goes to, a, what's the saying, uh, the beat of their own drum? Sure. How, he, just, how, he just plays at 11 constantly. Yeah. 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 Signs are wasted on him. Fun guy to watch. Yeah, fun to watch. So So this is my take before we get into it. I, I get, why trade him now? You guys are out of it generally, right? I mean, yeah. you know, like, what? Uh, trade him for prospects, so... You can suck again next year. Well, the argument would be for trading Puig that he has trade value. He has extensive postseason experience, mm-hmm. which would be great for a team, obviously, headed to the postseason. Mm-hmm. That would be the argument for him. He's going to be a free agent after this year. So you're not going to get that much for him because he's basically a rental for whatever team. But my argument back would be this. As a guy, Do not trade him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I don't want the Reds to trade him. In fact, I tweeted at the Reds yeah. yesterday. That's how pathetic it is don't at this be point. Yeah. Please do not trade him. From a PR and marketing standpoint, The Re- he is the most exciting player the Reds. Think even when the Reds had success in 2010, 2012, 2013, when they made the playoffs those Hold years. Hold on a minute. 2010, the Reds. Oh, yeah, those Johnny Cueto against the Giants. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They were good. Right. 2012, yeah, yeah. The oh, Cueto Giants. What was yeah. 2010? Who's 2010? They still had Cueto. Still had Cueto. It was Homer Bailey and Cueto. Jay Bruce, obviously Joey Votto. Oh, that's all right. Okay. Right on. But my argument would be as far as Joey Votto. Bucky Reese? No, you're, oh. going, you're going way back. Oh, I am. Oh, damn. But my argument would be this. Mm-hmm. 
Votto won an MVP in 2010. This is his worst year ever. He he doesn't bring that excitement. He's a great player. Not this year. Yeah, but he's not going to run fast. No. And and make spectacular. I mean, he, he he's a he's a great first baseman. Yeah. But what's the most exciting play a first baseman can make? The three six three double play. Yeah. An amazing pick. Maybe a backhanded dive. You know, stab down the line. But an outfielder can make all sorts of crazy plays. Yeah. Crazy throws. Um. Joey Votto's not going to steal bases yeah. or go first to home or do anything insane. Yeah. No, but my argument know. would be in like the last 15 years of the Reds, he's the most exciting player. He's causing fights. Like 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 yes. this is all the shit that pro- you get the good and you get the bad with Puig. Yes. Yes, I agree. The the problem is He's just stuck on a nowhere team like the Reds. But but this is my argument. You have a nucleus in Cincinnati right now. Right. You have some young pitching. Yeah. Sonny Gray's had a great year. Sonny Gray's a good pitcher. I like Sonny Gray. You have Luis Castillo. Mm-hmm. He's been really nice. He's an all-star, right? Yeah, all-star. Yeah. He's like okay. 24 years old. Okay. They have one of the best young staffs, at least this year statistically. The they bats- pitched surprisingly well, and they've hit surprisingly shitty. But... Still in those lineups, if you keep Puig, you have a Puig, a Eugenio, Suarez, yeah. who's still mashing. Yeah. Scooter Jeanette's been injured all year. Yeah. You have Nick Sanzel, who's been a pretty good leadoff guy for them since he was called up. Okay. Iglesias, Peraza are pretty good guys as far as the infield. My point is, you have pieces on the Reds that I think the bats will eventually come around, whether it's next year or whatever. I keep Puig. Well, are you keep guys him. gonna are you guys gonna sign Puig to a long term deal after the season? I think they should. I'm I'm on. Record. I agree. I, I am pro Puig. I want the Giants to sign Puig. And if the Giants can't sign Puig, I want the A's to sign Puig. I think he would be a perfect Oakland A. You like him in Oakland? Oh yes. Why do you like Puig in Oakland? Uh, for all the reasons that I like Puig. He's, um. You know, you don't know what he's going to do next. He brings a lot of excitement, a lot of flair. The A's have always been that kind of team. Yeah. You know, and I think he'll fit in perfectly. Um, you know, they're not going to they're not going to give him shit for yeah. like you know missing a sign or running through the stop sign at third base, sure, or, like causing a fight or um, bat flipping or any of the shit he does. They'll accept it and love it. Yeah. You know, it's just that kind of squad. Um, so. That I mean, I've been saying forever on Dirty Slides, he's the kind of player that a team like the Giants needs um, and who are kind of like the Reds, you know? Yeah, but you guys are playing really We're well. We're playing really well. But and, it's, and, and I'm glad you're, you're getting to that point now because I want to address that. Yeah. But do you, as a Giants fan, yeah. want them to trade Bumgarner to see what you can get? Because how many – What's your streak? At one point, you were eighteen of twenty-two. I think we we're eleven, th- eleven and three in July, or eleven and three since the All Star break. But couldn't the argument be made? Why do you think then it'll regress from there? Um, because because you don't get the Mets every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Prado. Yeah, had no, to do that because like, we were up there for those oh, dude, epic the, fails. The Mets remind me of the Gays this season. Just like uh, terrible base running. Awful defense, 
wasting opportunities. Like, way more talented than the Giants. Still lost. Yeah. You know? Um, look, this is the problem. Like, I don't want them to trade Baumgartner. I would love for them to go on some renaissance run. Yeah. Um, Do me a favor. with the, I'm looking at the count. Just make sure the mic. It's, a, it's right here. Because I have different levels for the gotcha. video and audio. Does that make sense? Yes. Got you. So right here. Just yeah, like I mean, you don't have to like it. suck it, okay? But you know, you see how I do it? Yeah, I see how you do it. I'll do it like that. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. This is what I think. King's getting turned on. Yeah. By all this yeah. Mike talk. Um. You know, like a lot of people say, all oh, the 2010 Giants, they didn't have anybody. It was, uh, Cody, uh, Cody Ross and Pat Burrell at the end and Aubrey Huff. Yes, that's true. But all of those dudes were. You know, first of all, Aubrey Huff hit over 250 major league home runs. I mean, he had a really good career before yeah. he went nuts. Pat Burrell, same thing. He was a legit dude. It was kind of at the end of their run, but they were legit, legit major leaguers. Um, Matt Cain, Tim Lincecum, and a 20-year-old Bumgarner were fucking the best in the business. Yeah. At that time. Sure. Brian Wilson was a superstar yeah. at that time. This team, you have an old Panic, an old Posey, um, and the guys who have done the bulk of their hitting are guys like Alex Dickerson and Mike Yastrzemski, who are kind of 27, 26, haven't really... This is either their 15, 15 minutes of fame or they're secretly really, really good. Yeah. I'm not sure they're really, really good. I will say this. When I watch the, these guys hit, Alex Dickerson and Mike Yastrzemski have the best at-bats on the team. You know, like at-bat to at-bat, yeah. not fucking rolling over, chasing shit like Pablo or even Posey right now. You know, would I love for them to keep it going and see what happens? You're, yes. You're, it sounds like you're looking more towards the future. I don't think this is the squad. Yeah, I love to see what I love to see what they're doing. I, it's great. I've actually tuned into a couple of Giants games lately and watched them, and they've been playing pretty well. And yeah, they're actually not that horrible to watch. I think Mad Bum's they wife, used to be like watching paint dry. I think his slump buster wife, yeah, would fit in great in Cincinnati. God, I mean, really would. Or Cleveland, or Atlanta. What's 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 she chomping on down there, Crystal? Yeah. Waffle House, <laughs> Waffle House, chicken waffles, you know, just su just sweet tea, just <laughs> just su sweet tea, Southern comfort food. God, the Southerners love that sweet tea. Oh, they love that sweet tea. Uh, sweet tea, biscuits and gravy. Sweet tea is Kill just it. sweet tea is like, you know, they talk about marijuana. They always used to say marijuana is the gateway drug. Mm -hmm. Sweet tea is the gateway to diabetes. Oh no, no question. My brother was down in Alabama uh, editing this movie, and he would. There's this one place to eat. I mean, it was like rural, rural Alabama. And what part? Do you know? Uh, near Mobile. But okay, I've spent some time in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I ask. First of all, uh, he said the black women couldn't have been couldn't have been nicer. The white women looked at him sideways. I was like, well, dude, you're a Jew, and they know you're in league with the black men to fucking take them all down. You think you? Th I, th I think they're too ignorant to know that he's Jewish. Oh, they know. You think? Yeah. They How? Are. Just his dark eyebrows and his shifty eyes. Because I can remember doing. 
I can remember doing comedy shows down there yeah. when I used to do those frat shows, mm-hmm. and like they didn't. I have an actually direct quote. This is one of my favorite quotes. We're at a frat in Georgia. Love Athens, by the way. University of Georgia. The guy I'm with is Jewish. The kid in the frat says, and I quote when he learns this before the show, you're Jewish? I ain't never met a Jew before. Like, he wasn't even trying to be racist, but, like, of course how that comes out and how that sounds. No, my roommate in college was from fucking Tennessee. When he found out I was Jewish, he just called me a heathen for four years. Very, very open. Yeah, yeah. Very accepting people. Yeah, totally. But the point was, when he tried to order iced tea, and and she's like, well, you want sweet tea? And he's like, nah, no sugar. And she's like, what? You ain't going to have no sweet tea? She, like, couldn't believe that he didn't want sweet tea. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Then Disgusting. That's when the, that's when the anti-Semitism comes that's out. That's when the anti-Semitism. She's like, you must be a Jew. Yeah, so they love sweet tea. So Mad, Mad Bum's wife would get down on sweet tea, biscuits and gravy, chicken and waffles, and be just fine. I'll tell you what, He ain't man. going to Cincinnati. Like, you guys no, aren't going to the playoffs. Of course not. Yeah. So. I, now you just got me hungry. <laughs> that's, that's all you did there. All you did there that's was. That's all I did. I'm sorry. Any any other big trades you want to, like, is there anybody I, you want to see go somewhere? Uh, Besides Puig, go to the A's? Yeah. Or the Giants? Somebody yeah. that could use them? No, I don't. Um, and, like, who's the big... I mean, besides Mad Bum, who is the, like, number one playoff-tested pitcher who can go, who's being stuck in... Oh, oh. Fucking everybody's favorite uh, Redondo Beach lacrosse mom, Zach Granke. They're, those guys are out of it. I'd like to see Granke go somewhere. Wow, Arizona's... They're they're like the Giants. They're just a few games out of the the wild card. Yeah, but they're fucking seventeen games back in first place. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like the Giants are in second place. They're fifteen games back. But that's my point: is that wild card wise, you, like you're not even looking at that. Uh, no. I mean, I'm I've I've written off the Giants and I've written off the Diamondbacks. I don't care what they're doing right now. Is, I don't. Does Granky live in Redondo? He looks like a fucking, you know, surf camp mom. Yeah. Yeah. He looks weird with that. I don't know what it is. He does look Frankie. weird. He looks super weird. Yeah. Like, he, he's, Granky looks like the type of, like, girl that you're like, yeah, I might bang her, but she's weird looking. Like, if he was a chick. Yeah. Granky looks like the kind of girl that you'd bang, but then you'd be like, ah, oh, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I got meetings. Yeah. You know, I got to go. I got meetings. <laughs> got a What's, lot of really busy day give, today. Give me an Andy Lazarus excuse. Give me like one you've used or one of your favorite ones you've ever used. To, to get out? To get out. Because I, oh. I, I, I already know one of mine. Oh, just early morning. Yeah. Early, early workout tomorrow. <laughs> like, got to be at the gym real early. You, you want to hear a good one of mine? Uh, I think Prano has helped me do this. This is the night of. You bang? Yeah, you want to yeah. get out? I'm talking about the night. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I've done this with Prano before. You bang. You realize, oh, boy. She's, like, wanting you to stay. Mm-hmm. You text your buddy. In this instance, Prano. Just call me. Mm-hmm. Just call me and play along. Yeah. They call you like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're locked out. You, nobody can get you in. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Yeah, man. I it, 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 it'll be a minute. You're locked out. Nobody can get you in. It, it'll be a minute, but uh, <laughs> you hang up the phone, and, and then she'll say, "What's that all about?" And you say this. Here's the thing that you're missing out of that like little exchange. Yeah. First of all, when you when you, when you say, "Oh, you're locked out." Oh, no one can get you in. What you need in the middle is like, fuck, bro, you're killing me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. There's definitely some acting. Okay, good. Exaggerating. Yeah. And, yeah. and and then it turns into this. My buddy's in town visiting. He's staying on my couch. Idiot, forgot so my key. Stupid. Yeah. He left my apartment so without sorry. it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I used that. That one for me. I used. That seems all like really extravagant and unnecessary. Classic Andy Ruther move. That's what it is. I'm such a dramatic person. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. I'm like, hey, you know how it is. I'm such like I don't explain myself. I know. I'm such a dramatic person. Yeah. I think I like creating. I would would really like to see the video of that. I'm creating like, dude. I did that once. I remember doing that probably four or five years ago. I did that twice in the same week. Did a girl ever call you out on it? No, like, dude, you can quit with the whole audition. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm a grown up. I never had a girl call me out on it. Really? Mm. Which goes to the show. Eh, maybe I should be an actor. Maybe it, maybe you should. Maybe I should be an actor. Or maybe they're just stupid. Or maybe they didn't care in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You locked yourself out again. <laughs> yeah, right. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> God. Damn it! She's like, why are Fuck. you? She's like, why are you looking over there like there's a casting director watching you? What are you doing? <laughs> what you should do is sleep with the casting director and then really do it. I should. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's that's the trade talk we're gonna do. Okay, cool. So Dwight Gooden can't stop using cocaine. <laughs> I hate to laugh because this, this isn't first of all, this isn't news. There is just an article written about it. This is so sad. And you read it. And this it's is so really sad. sad. It's so sad. Although I do kind of like the way uh, cocaine. Is that a recent picture of Dwight Gooden right there? I mean, he still has got high cheekbones. Yeah. He's 54 now. It's amazing. Like he still looks pretty good. Black really doesn't crack. Like it doesn't. A white a white guy who's doing cocaine every single day since 1984 would look terrible. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't crack. Yeah, but it's this pretty is, amazing. This is what's crazy about Dwight Gooden, Laz. He was arrested in June and charged with four counts related to cocaine possession and driving under the influence with cocaine. That was in June. Yeah. So people are getting confused because then he just got arrested again. He was le- arrested Monday. This is not good. Driving, yeah. listen to this one. Yeah. Driving the wrong way. Down a one day, one down way a street. Down a one way street. Which everybody's done once or twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've done it dead sober. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But have you done it while peeing yourself? No. no and oh, okay. my God. Yeah. This this is the worst. Once, once you're, you're, you're already tipping the story. <laughs> so. He, the cops pull him over. He'd fucking pissed himself. Yeah. And Dwight Gooden said this, like, these are some depressing quotes. 
He said, "I'm basically, I'm going away tonight to try to get some help to save my life. I'm very embarrassed, very shameful. I feel bad for anybody disappointed or let down. It's a struggle, a hard struggle. You have to jump back in. I'll be checking into rehab tonight. But that was the statement that he made afterwards, right? Yeah. Right. But, it, like, I think what he said to the cops, which I thought was kind of refreshing— it's like I, I love this. Look, this, this is it. You got me. This is it. Also, I peed myself. Also, I got diabetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he basically fessed up to everything. Right. But I, I like that Dwight is like owning it. He's totally owning it. He said in a text message with a local reporter, I have no excuses for my action and I'm going up for way for a while to try to save my life. I really don't know who I am right now and definitely don't trust myself. This is the worst I've been through with all my struggles. But I'm going to keep fighting no matter how embarrassing, shameful, or selfish I'm feeling. Uh, so, you know, all jokes aside, obviously we want Dwight to get better. Shout out, you know, he's in, he's over here on your left, underneath Prano, on a picture. Oh, yeah. There's a reason we got Doc up there, you know, legendary pitcher. It just, it makes me sad that he's still doing the same drugs that he was doing 30 years ago. It's wild. He hasn't really, really advanced with his drug use. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not going to get any better than the night that you struck out 20 guys in 1985 when you were 19 oh. and you did a bunch of blow with Daryl Strawberry and you banged a bunch of chicks. In the dugout. Were, yeah, and you were at the Cotton Club or whatever. <laughs> Studio yeah. 54, whatever club it was hot back then. The Cotton Club. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, you're chasing that dragon still today. And then you go and you read the article. He's like locking himself in his room, like doing cocaine with his adult children being like, get out of here. You got to go to this Mets event. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm doing the same shit I was doing 30 years ago. I mean, now I'm fucking old. To quote Rick James, cocaine yeah. is a hell of a drug. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Poor Doc. When's the last time you did cocaine? I've never done it. Never? Never. Interesting. Can you imagine me on it? Uh, you'd be like jumping off the wall. Too. Dude, you'd I'm already yeah. ADD. You're already hyped. I mean, I got to do I gotta do sensory. I got to go in a tank to calm myself down. Yeah. Sensory deprivation. Oh, yeah? You yeah. like that? Yeah, I love it. Okay. D did it again recently. Love it. Okay. But like, I have to lock. Think about that. I have to lock myself in a fucking chamber. To, that's why marijuana has been so good for me in my mm -hmm. life. Yeah. To calm me the fuck down. Yeah. Or like exercising. Because I'm yeah. a lunatic. Yeah, you are a lunatic. No question. Speaking of, shall we just get to it? Huh. I know Prano's not here. I don't know if we can. Yeah. The yeah. incident at your house. Oh, are we talking about this this bullshit nonsense you guys went on about uh, after uh, the NBA Finals? Game six NBA Finals. Okay. Okay. So... Yeah, yeah you, let's just pivot the whole show right, into this. Let, because I heard this. I heard your guys' recap from your point of view as to what had happened at uh, my house at game six. And what you got. And tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. How you guys described it <laughs> was a bad scene. It was a bad scene. Laz was drunk. He was yelling. You were? Sure. Sure I was. Of course I was. This is my team that I've, yeah. you know, been 
a psycho fan about sure. since, since 1982. Yeah. Since Purvis Short and fucking Sleepy Floyd. I don't even know who those guys are. Of course you don't. That was one of my points when yelling at you, allegedly, that I don't quite remember. But you definitely berated. I'm sure I berated me you. and the entire city of Cincinnati. Oh, I'm sure I did. Which I had nothing do. to do with the beration. Okay, let me let me get to that because okay. yeah. First of all, like Joe's assertion that it was a bad scene is hilarious because it's perfectly fine for Joe to fucking film me, put it on Twitter when I'm hyped when the Warriors win and threatening Canadians by stabbing them, which is fine, totally great. After he posts it, he's like, man, I hope, I hope the Warriors win so I can see more of this. But when the Warriors lose, right, and I'm in my own home, it's a bad scene, get the fuck out of here. That's ridiculous. So you're calling Prano out. I'm you're, calling Prano out on You're saying this. hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. I'm saying hypocrisy. When it works out for you, it's great. But when I'm at home, in front of in my own in my own home, yelling at the TV, yeah, yelling at you about Cincinnati, which I do anyway when I'm sober. True. Yeah. True. No disagreement there. Yeah. And yeah, so I uh, tossed out a few swear words in front of some kids. <laughs> Those are kids I coached at the Santa Monica Boys and Girls Club for years. Well, there, there was what two kids? Two kids, Diego and Maya. Now. They know who the fuck Coach Laz is. They know their parents know what they're getting into. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. The mom did say something at one point about we don't use that language to the kid. Allegedly, so you say. <laughs> We're back to she the She certainly other. she certainly didn't say that to me. We're back cuz it's your house. We're back to the allegedly. Yeah, but she knows Devin knows who I am. So you would you would describe yourself game 6 NBA finals as under control? No, I would can try I would describe myself as doing exactly what I want for game 6 of the NBA okay. finals. Drinking tequila, yelling at the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Making you guys food, by the way. Look, here's my take. Well, let's get to you before let me let me rebut on this Cincinnati thing. <laughs> Do you remember what this was over? Uh, Do you remember? Okay, I believe why I got hyped at you <laughs> was was because you were say, saying something either pro-Warriors, which I thought was bullshit, or anti-Warriors, which I thought was bullshit. <laughs> so remind me what you were saying. Well, here's what happened. There yeah. was a missed call, what you deemed a missed call. It was, it was something involving Steph Curry. Probably him getting grabbed by Fred Van Fleet, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think those were the parties involved. Yes. And then the same thing happened mm -hmm. to then Fred Van Fleet. Mm -hmm. Either it was it was a non-call or it was a call, mm -hmm. and just the whole thing was reversed on the other player. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I, I made the comment mm -hmm. that just, you know, the, the commentary as I'm watching the game mm -hmm. with, with some of your friends, I yes. said, I said ah, it's, it's the same bullshit call both ways, which you did not like. Okay. No. You proceeded to stand up. Yes. <laughs> face. It was like a comedy show. Face <laughs> the crowd. And yell at you about Cincinnati? Unleash. <laughs> to people who have no clue at this yeah. event that I'm even from Cincinnati. Well, you now they know. You unleash mm -hmm. about 
fuck you, Ruther. Your city fucking sucks. <laughs> and it goes from a conversation about the uh-huh. missed call or yes. whatever it was in the yes. game to now Cincinnati sucks. Yes. You even took a dig at Pete Rose at one point, which I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, because he's a rapist? Well, you took a dig at Pete Rose. Yes. You took a dig Skyline at Cincinnati. Chili. Of course, Skyline <laughs> Chili. And, uh, which I've been always consistent <laughs> about. You have even cons- when I'm dead sober, even when I'm in your home like I am now. Yeah. Like, did I bring up Xavier? Uh, there you go again. <laughs> I didn't. No. Okay. In my mind, who you are is a warrior hater. Always have been. Always will be. So, what I was uh, yelling at you about in my mind was, okay. fuck you. I know who you are, Ruther. You're from Cincinnati. You're a LeBron apologist. You've always been against me. So don't pretend you're with me now. Well, that is basically where I was coming from on that. Well, and in my opinion, that's fine. Yes. I decided Joe had already gone inside. Oh, no. And Joe was rooting for the Raptors, and so was I. Yes. The hypocrite, Joe Prano. The hypocrite, Joe Prano. So, yeah. So what I was saying is go inside with that fucking hypocrite, Joe Prano. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here with your bullshit analysis. I know who you are. I know where you're from. I don't give a shit what you have to say. It's basically my drunken message to you. And it was interesting because I went inside. Yes. And then Nate Craig also followed us inside. Yeah. And Prano's, you know, Prano and I's buddy Guy, mm-hmm. Fiorita, also went inside. So we had the inside crew. The outside crew. And the outside crew. Yeah. And yeah, we could still hear you screaming. Sure. From the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's fine. You know, one day so maybe what, if so Cincinnati I, has a professional basketball team, you'll never understand. Happen. I guess my question to you I is I think I also mentioned Oscar Robertson. You might yeah, you, yeah. you I think you did drop an Oscar Robertson. Like all you day. got is Oscar Robertson and Skyline Chili and that rapist Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah. But what part of this yeah. story, it sounds like you're more, you and I are laughing about, because you, you have always taken digs to Cincinnati. Sure. It sounds like you're more annoyed at Prano's hypocrisy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, um, yeah, absolutely. Probably. You're saying you can't, ha- you, you got to have it both ways. You can't, I'm saying you can't have it both you ways, Joe. You can't have Joe. it both ways. Yeah. To call, like, I got no problem with, with uh, Joe sneak attacking me filming me talking about stabbing Canadians in public. Yeah. Fine. You know, cool. But you can't come back and then talk about me being at home rooting for my team and calling it a a bad scene. Yeah. Like we could have gotten a giant fucking fight in at Jameson's or wherever we were when I was talking about stabbing Canadians. Yeah. That should have been called a bad scene. But was that called a bad scene? No, that was called like, hey man, I hope Laz gets like this. I hope more warrior wins. Derp to derp to do. Have you got you guys haven't addressed this on dirty slides, have you? No, we haven't had a dirty slide since, so no, we, we can talk we'll definitely talk about it. Because yeah, there were there were rumors that you guys had broken up. Oh no. No, no, no. Certainly not. No. Still together. Still together. Still the dream team. Still the dream team. Yeah. The A and J or the yeah, J and but A. No, yeah. No, but calling it a a dark scene or a bad <laughs> scene was out of bounds and ridiculous and hypocritical. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I got Cincinnati you. still sucks. Whoa, 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 whoa! You know, you know what you need to make you feel better, Laz. What's that? 
some some Grater's ice cream. You need that, which is incredible, by the way. There you go, giving yeah. me some love. Yeah, giving a little Cincinnati love to Graders. You need Graders, and what goes well with Graders than some Brook Linen sheets? I'm stoked about the Brook Linen. Okay, this is a new addition. I have no idea what Brook Linen is. It is an amazing product. Product that I have slept in the last two nights. This is all true. I was, I've been wanting to get Brook Linen on board with Dirty Sports for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Because I have slept in Brooklyn and Sheets before. Right. We added them. Now we've added them. I got back from the Bay. Five nights. Not in my own bed. I get back. I have a fresh pair of Brooklyn and Sheets. And I have slept, no lie, like a baby the last couple nights. And you wouldn't shill for a company you didn't believe in. No, 100%. You know, you're not a hypocrite like Joe Prano. No. No. Definitely no. not. You believe in Brooklyn and Sheets. Completely believe in Brooklyn yes. and Sheets. They're on my bed right now. I got, yes. I got the graphite sheets. I want to get a little darker ones. And I'll tell you what, man. For a guy who has trouble sleeping, not if I had slept well. I had some crazy dreams. I slept so well in Brooklyn and sheets that I had a dream that, no lie, not making this up, a great white was attacking me, wasn't even scared. Yeah, what'd you do? Did you punch him straight in the nose? That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. W- and then swim away as if he's not a... You know, made for the sea, killing machine. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. You didn't, but I What'd wasn't intimidated. Okay, I feel like cool. a scene out of Jaws. So Brooklyn and Sheets gave you lucid, amazing dreams. Yeah, yeah, guys, it's in their name. You should know how good it is. Brooklyn's newest line, new. Okay, let's try to read this better. It's in their name, so you know it's good. Brooklyn's newest linen collection is amazing. Obviously, I'm raving about it right now. Mm-hmm. I couldn't recommend their products more for graduates, newlyweds. Friends are treating yourself to the bedroom upgrade you deserve. Dirtballs, you got to hop on board with this. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer for all the Dirtballs and all the listeners. Get 10% off and a f- and free shipping when you use promo code DIRTY at Brooklinen.com. Guys, 10% off and free shipping. Brooklinen is so confident in their products that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime guarantee. That's lifetime. That's a good deal. It's a good deal. Till the day you die. The only way to get 10% off and free shipping is to use promo code DIRTY at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code DIRTY. DIRTY! Brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll get King over here a pair of Brooklinen sheets. Ooh. Brooklinen, made for a king. King should be their, you know, spokes dog. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And that will be in the description of the podcast. So if you forget, brooklinen.com, promo code DIRTY, and uh, I'll send you some koozies if you use that promo code. Okay, I want to discuss this article that I saw on ESPN. We were already discussing it pre-show. Okay. I, 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 Are we talking about the quarterbacks? Yeah, and, and I like right. this because, it, it, to me, it's, it's a good discussion. So a quality discussion. ES- King Kong. ESPN. Come here. No, let him chill. Let him <laughs> chill. Let him chill. I just want the people at Brooklyn and Sheets to get a look at their new spokes dog, King. All right. ESPN put out an article... Always amazing content, ESPN. Two days ago. It's called Position You, 
which schools produce the most talent in each position. Mm -hmm. So basically what they did is they broke down, obviously you start at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, linebacker, sure. whatever it is, and they broke down. Is it like the most or the best? I want to say the best. You want to say the best, but you're not sure what they mean because it's ESPN and it's the thinking man's sports website. I, I can see some sarcasm from that. <laughs> this is what ESPN did. Okay. ESPN stats. ESPN made a fucking list is what they did. They did. ESPN yeah. stats. ESPN. And info. Yeah. Dug into numbers. Details on all conference, all Americans, NFL draft picks. Oh, and I was wrong. Pretty sure I didn't look into this enough. Mm -hmm. They limited the debate to BCS and college football playoff era. So starting in 1998. Okay. So it's a 20-year window. What a useless fucking list that is, starting in 1998. But I think it's interesting, though, for the quarterback discussion. Because right. Prano and I have discussed this kind of on our own accord. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're taking the last 20 years okay. and saying, which school is producing the most quarterbacks? Which school is producing the most running backs? What's the top 10? And so on. Okay. The quarterback discussion I find the most fascinating. Okay. Because these are the top 10 colleges for producing NFL quarterbacks according to this ESPN article. I'm just going to read the top 10. And then we'll kind of look at them. All right. It goes USC, Oklahoma, Oregon, Texas, Florida State, Louisville, Auburn, Florida, Texas A&M, and Ohio State. Okay. Because to me, we can branch off the different discussions. And the first discussion that I think, again, Joe and I have had this, big schools really don't produce like great NFL quarterbacks. All right. Let's talk about... Okay. Because okay, I oh, because I just named Look at the 10 big schools I just named. All right. Let's talk Okay, of Let, all these these big schools. They have USC last, at number 1. USC number 1, who in my mind has produced one very good NFL quarterback and the rest of them hot August garbage. And we agree. Carson Palmer. So we agree this is again kind of taking their list yeah. and having our own discussion. Sure. So they're saying in the last 20 years, USC has produced the most NFL quarterbacks. And they have. Carson Palmer was number one. Matt Leinart was a top 12 pick. Mark Sanchez but was... why was he a top 12 exactly. pick? Exactly. <laughs> why? Mark Sanchez is a top five pick, right? I mean, he was early. Mark San Sanchez. Yeah. yeah. And then Sam Darnold. Yeah. And they've also put other quarterbacks in the NFL, like a Cody Kessler, John David Booty, which right. sounds like a great porn star name. It really does. Great gay yeah. porn star name. Yeah. Cody Kessler, pretty pornish. Matt Barkley. Matt, oh, God. So, I mean, like, how many of these guys just get drafted in the NFL because they went to USC, though? And, and that's the point. So this whole argument. Because anybody knew, everybody knew. That Matt Leinart was going to suck in the NFL. He did nothing but throw these floaty balls up to Mike Williams. That's all he did. If you watch Matt Leinart in college, yeah. he never fired like a 30-yard out ever, yeah. ever, ever. Yeah. All he did was throw a screen pass to uh, Reggie Bush, hand it off to Lendell White, 
or throw a floaty ball up to fucking Mike Williams. And somehow everybody thought, oh, this guy is the next can't-miss NFL fucking quarterback. And I, who didn't even play football in high school, was like, this guy's fucking garbage. I can't even believe what the fuck they're talking about. And Sanchez, too. But again, and John David Booty, too. And Mark, Matt Barkley, too. Do you remember Matt Barkley was going to be the number one overall pick, but then he stayed another year? Do you remember that? I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> he literally was going to be the number one overall pick, uh, and actually it hurt his draft status. Yeah, maybe he knew. He knew he was shitty, and he was like, dude, I don't want to go through that, being the number one pick and definitely being a bust. I want to go back. All that money, though, man. Yeah. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but, you know, that money makes you crazy. If you're number one overall pick, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of so, Was that before uh, Sam Bradford was the last guy? Who like made like fifty million dollars before he took an NFL snap, like being the number one pick? I don't know. Was right around that time. Yeah, I, yeah, I, he might have fucked up there. But again, it does prove this point. The only one in the last twenty years of all these SC quarterbacks, yeah, to have a statistically prolific career is Carson Palmer. But even Carson Palmer, as a guy who watched him a lot in Cincinnati, and I, obviously I liked him, he still only won two playoff games. True, but he was playing for Cincinnati. He had some good Arizona squads, dude. He had a right, but he was playing for Cincinnati, and they got him two playoff wins. It's pretty amazing. He also had some good talent on those teams. Really great talent, but he was also playing for Cincinnati. So, I think Carson Palmer's great for getting <laughs> Cincinnati two playoff wins. It was amazing. No, no, no. He got zero in Cincinnati. That's what I'm saying. Oh, he did? He got two. He in got Ari- them two of the playoffs twice. He got two in Arizona. We shredded his knee. I'm obviously I'm not putting yeah, that yeah, one on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking what's his name? Kimo Van Ohoffen. Yeah, it was like some big German Samoan who got him. Kimen Van Ohoffen. Like the second play against the Steelers. Yeah, that was brutal. Man. Yeah. They win that game if they have him. By the way, yeah. I, I stand by that. Yeah. But my point is, he had a talk about a USC battle in 2009 at home. Palmer loses to Mark Sanchez. He still had he ha- he had he Ooh. had all pro at the time. Who they had TJ Hushmanzada and Chad Johnson. We're both all pros. Yeah. My point was it wasn't like you didn't have anybody to work with, bro. No, that's true. But like, I mean, those Jet teams were stacked. Defensively? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You lost and to they, Mark Sanchez yeah, at Thomas home. Thomas Jones and running Yeah, I know, but bro, like the Jets were gonna be good with anybody a quarterback. I'm just saying. Like the fact that Mark uh, Mark Sanchez took them to the playoffs is more... Is Do I need to bring up what Carson Palmer did against the Carolina Panthers in the NFC Championship game the year that I'd, they went to the Super Bowl? I don't remember. He threw like five picks, man. Yeah. Well, he's still better than Cody Kessler, Mark Sanchez. No, he is. Fucking all the, the rest of them. He is. I'm not trying to take all these digs at Palmer, but he is the only one of that crew... Right. And he only won a couple playoff games. My point is, this whole this whole list is mostly big. Let's look at number two. Oklahoma. Right. These are the notable NFL players at quarterback. Notable? Honestly, Jason White is notable? He makes the list. He didn't even, did he fucking even make a team? Yeah. He did? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I guess he's notable because he made a team. You have Jason White, Sam Bradford, Baker Mayfield, and Kyler Murray. And the last two guys, the verdict is still... You know, I don't know. Out. I'm in on Baker. You're all in on Baker. Yeah, Baker. Baker's legit. Baker's legit. 
I'm calling it right now. Baker's legit. It's not like a big call. Like, he's legit. It's obvious. Kyler could be really good. I don't know. He's also like 5'6". I think the Browns will not win more than nine games. I've stood by this. Okay. But Baker's really good. We'll they should have won 10 games last year if he started the, the whole season. We'll see. Yeah. He also had games where he, he didn't play well. I would say Oklahoma has better NFL quarterbacks right now than USC. Well, right now, yeah. Sam Bradford was a better player than almost all the USC guys. He just got hurt all the time. Sam Bradford is a better NFL quarterback than Mark Sanchez. I don't give a shit about playoff wins or whatever. He's yeah, a that's player. an interesting discussion. Oh, that's an interesting He's a discussion. Player. He's a better thrower of the football. He's just made out of glass. Yeah, but if you can't get on the field, then it doesn't really matter. I'm just saying, like, if we're divvying up teams right now and we had choice of two quarterbacks and it was Sam Bradford or Mark Sanchez at the height of their powers, I'd go with Sam Bradford. I wouldn't. Okay. Because he can't stay on the field. Okay. I'm not saying that I'm like, obviously, I'm not a Mark You take fan. Mr. Butt Fumble. I will take Mr. <laughs> Butt Fumble. You, you know I'll take Mr. Butt Fumble? Because mm. he's staying on the field. Okay. To fumble the ball. Mr. Butt Fumble still went, did he go to two straight AFC Championship games? We've, yeah, he was carried by that team, dude. I'm not denying that he wasn't carried by yeah. the defense. But he... Put Sam Bradford on that team. He gets hurt. That's my point. Maybe. But they might win. Not maybe. He's not playing. Yeah, but he's a better player than Mark Sanchez. But he's not if he's always hurt. But he's a better player. This is a chicken and the egg, dude. He's a better player. Okay, move on. Or uh, Oklahoma has better quarterbacks than USC right now. Right now. Right. I agree. Okay. Right now they do. Right. Simply because of Baker Mayfield and Kyler Baker! Murray. I mean, they have, they have Oregon at... Oregon at number three. This is who Oregon's put in the NFL. You're talking about Joey Harrington? A.J. Feely, Joey Harrington, Marcus Mariota, Justin Herbert? Who is that? He hasn't even played in the NFL. This is why it's the guy that just... This, that the no, guy, this guy is going to be in next year's draft. Okay. How the fuck is he on this list? All they're doing is making a list and they're fucking it up. God, ESPN's retarded. But these are all big schools. Yeah, I understand, but Justin Herbert has never hasn't played it down in the NFL. Ever. He's still yeah. in college. So why the fuck is he on the list? Is my but point. this brings back to the, the overall point. Okay. Let's look right now, Lazarus. Yes. At the top five NFL quarterbacks. Okay. Tom Brady went to a big school, yep. but he also wasn't a star there. He split time with Henson. Well, that's because his coach is an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody could see he was a better player than Henson. Aaron Rodgers went to Cal. It's not a big football school. No. Right, but Drew Brees, Cal what? does produce a lot of pros. They don't, they don't have a like a winning kind of. And that's my point. Like program. But that's they all have I'm trying a to say. Bunch of great players. That's all I'm Cal. trying to say. Drew Brees went to Purdue. Same same, same mold thing. of like still Big Ten though. Big Ten. You come from a big conference, right? But my point is, you're not pumping out guys. Why? Why isn't Stanford on this list? This last twenty years. I mean, Andrew Luck, somebody else and somebody else and somebody else is better than fucking USC. They're not even on the list. Go ahead. Ben Roethlisberger, Miami of Ohio. Right. I'm not saying Ben's a top five quarterback right now, but 
But, but he's going to go to the Hall of yeah, Fame, and he's going to be exactly. he's a great player. Yeah, for sure. Eli's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Yep. Ole Miss is not exactly a football juggernaut. Yeah, but they're in the SEC. They're in the, the best conference. Russell Wilson, NC State and Wisconsin. Right. So I'm saying I'm continuing to name guys. Now, obviously, Cam Newton won a title at Auburn. Auburn but I'm naming guys who, like, didn't. Carson Wentz. Yeah, what do you go, South Dakota? South Dakota, Dakota State. But I'm saying this argument, I feel like it's holding up of, and I already, I already heard people, I already heard, because we have, we have a fair amount of North and South Dakota Durbles. I already hear them be like, we won the Division One AA all those years. Guys, we're talking big-time college football. Right. We're not talking divi- D- right. D1 AA or okay. FBS, whatever the fuck it is. I don't right. even know what it is. What's it even called anymore? My point is, this fucking article highlights I don't want to draft a, a kid from Ohio State. I don't want to draft a kid from USC. I don't want to draft nope. a kid from any of these major schools because they don't pan out. Lord, you wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, draft Trevor Lawrence? That dude is the fucking truth. There are exceptions. The dude for Clemson? Well, who are you going to draft if you're not? You're just going to draft from like Eastern Illinois because Tony Romo went there. No, all I'm saying, I'm not saying you have to. Con- I would, me personally, I would stay away from USC quarterbacks. But the rest I, of them, and I agree, it's just kind of based on who's good and who's not. No, I agree. But my point is, more times than not, the big program, these guys, like they have Louisville. I would not consider Louisville a big program. They've had not in the at top all. ten. No, this is why this is a stupid article. It's just a fucking list that they made up. <laughs> like, like, look, Disney does a lot of great stuff, and it does some garbage shit. This is some garbage shit. You think this is some garbage shit? Yeah, yeah. It's just a goddamn list. Where are you, where are you like, what school besides USC are you, st- is there another school, like, you're staying away from? I'd stay away from Not Miami, really. Florida. Uh. Yeah, okay. In the last 20 years. The last 20 years, but before that, before I don't I mean, what happened to Miami quarterbacks is a that would be a fascinating deep dive of like what happened since Butch Davis until now because before it was like Jim Kelly, Vinny Testaverde, uh Bernie Kosar. Bernie Kosar. Like those are three great Bernie guys. Bernie Kosar is probably the greatest drunk quarterback of all time. You know his daughter went into porn? Really? Did you know this? Is that why he's drinking all the time? She went in for like a Cause he got. Is that why he has sad eyes? She went in for like a split minute. Really? That's got to be depressing. That's got to be sad, man. Like Lawrence Fishburne's daughter went into it too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. How did she? That's why fucking Bernie's so sad-eyed. Cause his daughter's in porn. That poor bastard. How? How does? How did Lawrence Fishburne's daughter go into porn? I don't know. Just probably because she's bored and dad doesn't pay attention. I don't know. I don't know if there's any real school uh, school I'm staying away from besides USC. By the way, I don't know. Like you can kind of see it. You know, when you watch Pat Mahomes, you'd be like, in yeah. college at Texas Tech, you'd be like, "Damn, that's a fucking hand cannon that dude's has." Yeah, like somebody should be able to mold this into something. You know. But when you watch Matt Leiner throw these floaty balls, you're like, yeah, this guy's got no fucking chance. Yeah. You know? And he's surrounded by the best fucking the talent. The best talent. Right. Like, how stacked were those SC teams? Yeah. So stacked. And, like, Matt Leiner, 
I'm pretty sure I just saw like pictures of him in high school. He was like the fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was not the fat kid. I think he just—I don't know how he. Uh, uh, amazing, good on Matt Liner. But Sanchez retired this week. Oh man, what's he gonna do? Be a college football analyst? I feel like the shitty pros—they put him at college football analyst. You know what I mean? Liner's Liner's Fox. Liner's a Fox college football analyst. The, the one thing they don't do that with is the NBA. Like, NBA players, no matter how shitty they were, become analysts, even though they were fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like, Damon Jones is on the jump. Yeah. Kendrick Perkins, who's fucking garbage, too. Like, how the fuck? Why? Can't we put them on college basketball like they did with Jay Williams? You know? But Jay Williams would have been good. He just... Got in that motorcycle accident. But they still put him on college basketball, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Sanchez would be good. I, I think you're right. A, a college football? Yeah. And he's that guy, he's got a good face for screen. He's got a good face for screen. Just like all those USC fucking the good looking frat boy looking good looking dudes. frat boy guy. You know? Yeah. Be great. Do you know Leinert? Do you hear here's something crazy? Do you know Leinert and Blake Griffin have the same baby mama? Amazing. I mean, get him, King. Get him. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, did he, uh, okay, we're good. He, he no, got, he didn't knock anything he, he got some good screen action. Yeah, he did. It's Rough. all right, King. It's all right. Big monster. Big monster. He's like, I can't look out this window. <laughs> this is bullshit. Um, you know uh, what's yeah, great, this- though? You know what's great about King? Mm. First Let's time go. here, already protecting the smut studio. He just doesn't like that damn noise. Doesn't like that knocking. It's all right, buddy. Oh, it's all right, buddy. It's okay. King, you know what'll make okay. you feel better? Come here. You don't make you feel better? Seeking. Seeking. <laughs> I, lo- I love the plugs today. Yeah. Dirtballs, if you haven't downloaded the Seeking app, I don't know what you're waiting for. If you're in the SoCal area and you want to see a future NFL bust quarterback. <laughs> Like a Mike Liner, like a Mark Sanchez, like a John David Booty, like a Cody Kessler. Man, that list really does go on. It's really garbage. Matt Barkley. Get your tickets to the L.A. Coliseum. They've renovated it. So it'll be even nicer. Yeah, when you watch the future NFL bust. Yeah. Download the SeatGeek app today, Dirtballs. Here's the best part. SeatGeek will even give you $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code. Download the SeatGeek app today and use promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. And once again, guys, if you use promo code DIRTY from SeatGeek, I will send you two koozies. I went to the post office today, mailed out 12 packages of koozies. A lot of them are from Dirtballs who used promo code DIRTY on Seek Geek. By the way, that's going to look good. I just saw on camera. King King uh, barking at the camera. King King being like, what the fuck is going what on? What is this? In the smut studio. Yeah. What's that fucking noise? Do people get scared of King because he's a big dog? 100%. Mainly old white men walking down the street. Like, if you're 70 plus and you're white, like, you're scared of King. Really? Everybody else is totally cool. He gets stopped in the street all the time. Yeah, because he's like so handsome and whatever, and people want to be like, oh, my God, can I pet your dog? Yeah. Like, yeah, go ahead. He's super friendly, but it's like old white man. This one guy was like, you should keep that dog at home. Wait, he told you you should keep the dog at home? Yeah. 
What, what does that even mean? I don't know. I was like, like, do you not have a lion on a leash? Yeah. I was like, why don't you <laughs> fall down a fucking manhole? How about that? I'll break your I hip, old man. I can't believe somebody told you that. This motherfucking old fuck told me that. Yeah. What'd you say back? I said, go move up to the mountains and don't bother anybody. <laughs> you should keep that. <laughs> keep that dog a, at home. Talk about a get off my lawn type yeah, of guy. Yeah, total get off my lawn. This was in your neighborhood? No, it was on Main Street. Oh, in Santa Monica? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can't help it. They grew up like, you know, pit bulls or killers and like, you know, a bunch of other old wives' tales. You know, they're probably like, hey, don't go in the water after you at least for at least a half hour after you eat shit like that. You know, eat your starches. I don't know. You know, he can't help it. He's just an old man. King's big fucking dog with a giant head like jaws that like if they snapped on you would definitely break your old ass femur. We should find that guy. (laughs) Find him. (laughs) I didn't keep him at home. Fucking old man. No, you kidnap that guy and you put him in your home. Yeah. And you say, now nah, you feel Now the, who's at home now, bitch? Feel the wrath of King. Yeah, and King would just go lick his face. How much does King eat? Uh, he eats twice a day. Eats, uh, I try to keep him like like half a can of wet and a scoop yeah. of dry, you know, just so he doesn't get too heavy, you know, because they can have hip problems as they get older. Does he chase balls? He chases them. He grabs them. He does not return them. Ah. And then he's like, chase me. Yeah. No, bro. That's not how the game works. So, yeah. I would say King is mildly trained. He doesn't, like, shit or piss in the house. But he kind of likes the chase me game. I gotcha. Rather than chase the ball game. Hey, bud. He's back. He knows we're talking about him. Yeah, we're talking about you, King. He's investigating the scene. He seems to like the the rug in the center of he the really does. smut studio. Yeah, yeah. He just likes being around people. He does not like being by himself for reasons that you know Joe and I will go over in the next thirty slides. I don't think we really talked about it. Oh, really? Last time. Yeah. I don't know if we gave the full full story. Yeah, which I am privy to. Yes, you are privy to. Yeah. I, I'm an insider. I guess we could, yeah, I guess we could talk about it. Yeah, no, it. I'll, 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 yeah. Let you, I'll let you and Joe, you know, have it out. No, right. Unless, 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 you know, this is a fear of mine, it should be a fear of both of ours since we have a show with Joe, mm-hmm. unless, you know, Joe gets all these TV deals up in Montreal and movie deals. Right. And then he never talks to us again. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that could happen, but... Um, I, I hope he gets TV deals and movie deals. Me too. You know? That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know? The mustache alone. Give me a fucking part, guy. You know? What, what, you're a wheeler and a dealer. What would your role be? It depends what the, the show is. What are we talking about? Are we talking to drama? Are we talking to comedy? I mean, I've already shown my acting skills with getting out of girls' apartments. Dude, you're, that was really, really good. I just thought you should have, like, a moment of, like, this is not the plan. I really don't want to leave here right now because I like this girl so, so much. You know? Oh, wow. Right? Deep. I want you to add it in an extra dimension. Because your first was like, what's up, bro? You locked out of the house again? <laughs> and wait, and no one can get you back in there? Like, you needed to like, fuck, man, you're killing my game. What do you mean no one can help you out? You know? Yeah. You need a little bit of that. Otherwise... It was good. It was really good. 
I haven't done it for a while. Like I said, I, I, I've, you, when you get old, you just leave. Yeah, that's right. You're like, I don't need to put on this this yeah. whole. I'm not putting on airs. This whole I'm acting. Not explaining to myself. Ruh. I uh, I want to talk about people going broke. Adrian Peterson. Okay. I just I just. It's sad, right? So like, how does this happen? All right. Do you think that's why I beat his kid? Adrian so Peterson. That he uh, let King, everybody take, seat, take his money. You're, you're right in the camera. Or King Kong. Or don't. There you go. There you go, boy. Good boy. Adrian Peterson, he's in debt. How's this possible? It's very, very possible. Adrian but Peterson has made over $100 million. So I always, I always, I don't like. I mean, are they, are they just counting his contracts? Or are they actually counting the, like, guaranteed money? Yeah, I think that's what he's made. Okay, the guaranteed money, the money he's actually collected. But I always like to say he didn't make that because we all know how taxes agents. I'm s- okay, so so so, here, so I always cut it in half. Okay, so still, okay. let's call it fifty million. Let's let's say Adrian Peterson's made fifty million. Okay, the Athletic put out a story this week that he owes five point two million in a loan. Okay, he owes all these different people and lo- and. Oh my god. It's depressing as fuck, dude. Okay. So did he just make a lot of poor financial decisions or was it he trusted the wrong people? I think it's both. Okay. So it was the kind of thing where he knows he's getting drafted, he goes to the Bentley joint, he's like, Yo, wanna buy this Bentley? No, I don't have any cash, but I'm about to be the number seven draft pick in the NFL. Um Get me this Bentley on spec, that kind of thing. Yeah, my advice for you know, the reason I'm doing this, I, I almost want to do our own PSA. Okay, guys, if you know you're going to have the money, if you do have the money, cash as much as you can. That's my that's my take. That's how you do it. I don't have enough money to have right. to do it, but like it when I do, yeah, I do. Yeah, where do you keep all your cash? Do you keep your cash like on you? Do you bury it in a bank? In a bank. Okay. All right. I'm just saying, like, if I suddenly have all this money, mm-hmm. if I can buy a car with cash, I'm buying a car with cash. If I can buy a house with cash, why not buy it with cash? Well, what's the art? What my my question is, what's the argument against that? If, if suddenly, I, well, when you talk about a house with cash, um, you have to factor in the property taxes, the upkeep. You know, all the things that go along with buying property. Because you own a house. I do not. Yes. Yeah. So, like, if you're about to be like, yo, man, I got a million dollar, let's call it a million dollar signing bonus. Okay. Right? Just here's your million dollars for signing that dotted line. Yeah. Million dollars cash. Now, before you go and buy a million dollar house with all your cash. Well, sure. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um. You know, I would, I would think about buying a much less expensive um, uh, a house with that cash, and not maybe not going all cash. Maybe like going, you know, a big amount of cash with a small loan. 
But you know? what's so you're like, what is the negative? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. What is yeah. the negative? I agree with you. You, you, you don't you don't get a million dollars. You don't buy a million dollar house. Right. But I'm saying, what's the negative of? You buy a quarter of a million dollar place. Mm-hmm. You pay for it all. Then you never have monthly payments on it. What's the negative of that? There's no negative of that, but that's not all your expenses either. You know, you're like you're still gonna have property tax whether you don't have a mortgage sure. or not. You know, and that property tax is a motherfucker, especially in California or whatever. Sure. You know, maybe not so much in Oklahoma or Florida or Texas or whatever where they don't have state income. You yeah. Know? And so there's a lot of things you got to. Okay, into. cars. <laughs> cars are a bad investment. Just from the beginning. I agree. Yeah. But if you have the money. Okay. And you have 50 grand sitting around. Well, the, the other thing with the NFL is like your your career is so short. Sure. And these contracts are not guaranteed. Like I would wait until that second contract to buy the big house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. So I just think a lot of these guys. This is a great financial segment on the Dirty Sports <laughs> yeah, Podcast. I just think a lot of these guys would like. It's the first time they see big, big money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I see how it happens. And also, like, their whole family and all their friends have known for the past six, seven years that this yeah. dude is about to come into, like... Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Yeah. But people don't realize how quickly it goes. Uh, yeah, especially when you don't know, you know, there's... It's not like you get it every single month of the year. They, they, they're only paid in season, for so you have these, like... yeah. You know, I've read things about um, guys getting a $400,000 check every two weeks or whatever, and they get so much pressure from the family and be like, all right, uh, this week's check goes to mom, and next week's check goes to my cousin. I wouldn't like, like that. You know what I mean? Instead of yeah. maybe getting 40000 over the year. That's you know, why, like, you know, and we talked about it with baseball. Yeah. These guys who have played the deferred money, mm-hmm. it's a brilliant retirement plan. Yeah. There's no better one, right? Oh, Bobby Bonilla, one point. What is it? One point two five every year. But not just. Dollars? But not just Bonilla. We read a list on this show. Yeah. The amount of players and teams that have this going on, you'd be shocked. Even guys who weren't even like the the biggest names. Yeah. yeah. Like like Jim 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 Edmonds came came to mind. I read his. He's been getting three hundred grand from the Cardinals every. It's like. Just 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 imagine That's that, last. Brilliant. Yeah, just imagine that every year on let's just, let's just say July first, right. You have $300,000 just put in your bank account. Yep. For. Sounds terrific. 20 years. Yeah. After you're done playing. Right. Like that gives you some financial stability. Sure. So. Uh, Super awesome. Also, that's guaranteed contract money. Baseball, that's, baseball players are set. Yeah. You have to be dumb as a fucking rock to go broke being a baseball player. Like what, once you've made it. Have we ever heard it, that? I don't think I have. You but he- I've heard NBA guys, right? Yeah, you hear NBA, you hear NFL. Those are guaranteed contracts too, the NBA. Yeah. I get it with the NFL, man. Like, you know, there's there's a certain just being in the NFL, you don't know how long you're gonna do it. You know, you you're twenty one, you're like, Man, like this is the best time of my life, like who knows when this is going away, live it big, like none of this guaranteed anyway. But if you I get took- CTE, you know, if I you get took it, if you took money, you could take a, not even that much and put it in a guaranteed return. Like if you took a hundred grand and said, "I'm going to put this in something with a guarantee," well, it sounds like that's what happened to 
uh, Adrian Peterson, but those dudes fucking stole it. Yeah. Whoever was giving him financial advice, which it, honestly could happen to anybody. Yeah. You know? It's a shame. Which is you, a goddamn shame. It's a shame you didn't know Walt Ruther, AP. Yeah. You, you Walt know. Ruther won't, wouldn't steal from anybody. No. no. That's a class, He's class a little, man. In fact, Walt Ruther probably a little a little too scared to, to, to uh, you know, play the game. Right. He's a very conservative very guy. Very safe. Very safe. Yes. Although somebody needs to teach Walt Ruther. Bonds! Put all his money yeah. in bonds? I don't even know what bonds are, but they seem really safe. Seems like a Walt Ruther thing. Gold! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Walt's trying to figure Put out- Put your money in copper, son. Walt was big on gold for a minute. Yeah. I think everybody in like the early 2000s was big on gold. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He was big on gold for a minute. You, you want to hear one of the funniest? I heard copper was a big thing. Was it? Yeah, because that's what they make circuit boards out of. There's, they're always going to be making computers. Put your money in copper. You want to hear something funny that, mm. that I invested in? You know, it's my dad being a stockbroker. I said, <laughs> this is so funny. Obviously, this is just play money. and My dad yeah. was just doing it for me. It wasn't my own money. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, everybody's wearing the starter jackets. I came yes. home and I said, please, please tell me you invested in starter jackets. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So, Dude, if this was 1991, I 100% would have been in, a, in so on it with you. So I come home from school. I'm like, you know, third or fourth grade. I'm like, Dad, everybody's got starter jackets. And I was like, they're a big thing, Dad. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm tr- I don't understand his job as a stockbroker. Right. He's like, want me to buy you? You know, it's probably like 10 shares at like $10. Right. Like, probably not even $10. Yeah. He's like, want me to buy you some shares of starter? Yes. And I was like, Dad, this is going to make me a lot of money. I just remember it just continued to go down it's year. Like a fucking nosedive. After year. Yeah. After year. Do you think that uh, starter jackets would have been in the all-time, like, top 10 90s worst investments like like what else would there have been in the 90s was terrible investments <laughs> la gear Ooh, la <laughs> gear was up there avia was avia thing in the 90s maybe that was more in the 80s is zuba's more 80s i think zuba's you're talking about the weightlifting pants yeah 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 Wait, those were weightlifting pants well that's what i associated them with yeah. i saw i was watching they're the, like tiger print weightlifting yeah pants. i was watching the the Reds Brewers game yesterday, and it was an away game, so it's the Brewers crew. Yeah, they were promoting Zuba Brewer Day coming up. Fun. Yeah. Right. Everybody bust out their old Zubas pants. They're they're doing a giveaway. There must be so many pairs of Zubas pants in the Midwest in somebody's attic. You know, no, 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 or attic. <laughs> They're still wearing them in the Midwest. The Midwest is like twenty years behind in fashion. When's the last time you're in the Midwest, dude? The Midwest, <laughs> ten minutes, twenty years, whatever. Dude, yeah. they're still rocking jean shorts, jorts. Like it's no. Pat McAfee sat on this couch in, in jorts. Jean shorts. <laughs> guy made millions. Of, that guy's continue to make a lot of money. Yeah. Well, you know what? You like what you like. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's the same Pat McAfee. He's just richer now. Yeah. He just has more jorts. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do have a great pair of jorts that do a dirtball sent to me. Yeah. Handmade. Wow. Made with care and love. Yeah. You want to wrap this bad boy up? Because sure. I don't know where we're going, Laz, at this well, point. Well, the top 10 90s bad investments besides <laughs> Andy, Andy Ruther's investments in starter jackets, which I don't blame you for, bro, because I had a Georgetown starter jacket. Oh, you had a Hoya one. I had a Hoya one. This was like, when I was like, I guess in... 10th grade, I had a Hoya one, and I might have had a UNLV one. I was going to say, that was a popular one. Oh, Tupac wore the uh, 
UNLV one, the Brenda's Got a Baby video. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, the big starter jackets. These are the ones that come to mind for me, at least mm-hmm. from my grade school. Mm-hmm. Miami. Oh, yeah, the U, for sure. Do you remember Charlotte Hornets were hot for a minute? Do you remember the San Jose Sharks? The San Okay, yeah. You know, that was another bad 90s investment. The San Jose Sharks just in general. What about the Apex Jackets? They were kind of like a rival with Starter. Do you remember them? Uh, No, but another horrible 90s investment, Apex Jackets. <laughs> the Cowboys were a big one. Cowboys were a huge Big one. Starter Jackets. Miami, the Cowboys. Notre, at least where I, Notre grew, Dame where I grew up, was, Notre Dame. Notre Dame was still big. Yeah. Um. Probably UCLA where I was where I grew okay. up. Uh maybe Cal. Never Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. Nobody wore a Stanford starters jacket ever. Um Raiders. Raiders will always be big. Yeah. Stars, you know. Oh, Raiders were big. I can remember at like uh my extended Ruther family Christmas, my one cousin yeah. in all black Raiders gear. Fuck yes. You know, and they would say real men wear black. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Raiders think think about that huge. marketing. The Raiders from, at that time, it was either, I don't know if it was Oakland or Los Angeles. It was Los Angeles. But think about it. That marketing made it all the way to Cincinnati for some white kid wearing real men wear black. Fuck yes. Brilliant marketing. Dude, and it, uh, the Chicago White Sox just copied them. Right oh, now. yeah. They did. Yeah, they went to the black and white with the that's, Sox thing. That's right. Dr. Dre was wearing their hat. Fucking, it's all you need. In 1993. But I really 94. feel for Oakland after being up there last week. Bro, that's what I'm saying. I mean. Oh, now you feel for him? You didn't feel for him game six. The fact that. Son of a bitch. The fact that I spent, you know, a few nights there last week. Yeah. Yeah. They're left with. The A's. The A's. It's depressing. It's really depressing. But at the same time. Fuck the fucking owners of the A's. Like, you guys quit asking for the city of Oakland, which is basically a shipping town at this point. Like, uh, quit asking for them to build you a field. Build your own field. You have plenty of money. You own the gap. Go F yourself. I was trying to think, though, on a kind of a related note slash unrelated. Mm. What city? Obviously, there's New York. And it's massive. But San Francisco is not New York scale. What city has two stadiums that close to each other with the baseball stadiums? Outside uh, of New York. Besides New York, Chicago. That's it. Texas. No, I guess not Texas because Houston and Dallas are pretty far apart. But like, It's kind of crazy to think that, that yeah. two teams are that close Yeah, in a city that's not. I mean, Chicago is the third biggest city in the country. I think Chicago, yeah, Chicago's three, and I think B- the Bay Area is four. Is it is it that big now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean maybe it's not as big population wise because there's not as much space as there is in like Houston, you know. Yeah, but as far as the media market, it's still the number sure. four market behind Chicago. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal, Ruther, the Bay Area. No, oh, I love it. I love the Bay Area. Um. Well, I'm glad you had a good time in Oakland, even though you've been shitting on them for the last four years. Well, what do you mean? Who have I been shitting on in the Oakland? Warriors? I just don't. I just don't want them to win. Yeah. So I know who you are. That's why I was like saying, "Go fuck yourself." I know who you are. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Am I not invited back to your house? No, you're always invited. You're the one who got offended that I yelled at you. Of course, you're invited. 
I wasn't offended. I just walked away. <laughs> well, you're, you're welcome to walk back in anytime, Ruther. Thank you. And, yes. you're, and you are more, more than welcome to continue cooking. What were you cooking that night? Uh, I was making burgers and chicken, I believe. No, it was like some sort of bratwurst that was amazing. No, that was just like sausage people brought over. You didn't have a burger? Because I, I know I yeah, didn't have a burger. I, I did. You did? Right. I didn't have a burger. Are you guys doing it? Because I ran out of burgers. That's probably the other reason I was mad at you. You took the last burger. Probably. <laughs> Are you guys doing another show soon? Uh, August 3rd, hopefully. Uh, the house is under construction right now. And I'm, Next week. I'm like hoping that it'll all be done this week. But you know, you know how that goes. Do you know how that goes? Remodeling? I was just going to say, I have no clue. Yeah. This, this is my remodeling. Um, It's like last year. There's a massive hole in my ceiling. Yeah. Can you guys fix it? They took two weeks to fix it. Okay, that's kind of the same thing, but just extrapolated. Like, there's way more problems. Yeah. You know, if a, a big hole that basically is basically like a drywall and spackle problem, essentially, took two weeks. If you have a bunch of stuff to do, it's going to take a month, two months, three months, six months, you know. This show, Laz. Amazing, right? All over the place. Hot fire. The Andy and Andy show. <laughs> Give us more. I think we do need more. Yeah. Guys, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Dirty Sports. Sports. Drop us an iTunes review if you want some koozies. Just leave your Twitter or Instagram handle. I need to reiterate, people keep leaving reviews, which I love, but if you don't have your Twitter and Instagram handle, I don't know how to reach you. That's right, guys. Think about that. Laz. Yo. Where can they follow you? At uh, Andy Lazarus on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the story. Yeah. And you can follow me at Andy Ruther, and you can follow Joe, who will be back from Montreal Friday, or no, Friday, Sunday night. So he'll be back on Fix Monday. Fix your night. life. And then on Twitter, or on Instagram, I'm sorry, at Joe Prano. All right, guys, that's the show. Have a great weekend, and most importantly, stay dirty. Peace.